0: With the soft tinkle of sleigh bells in the air, I'd like to welcome you all to the Christmas edition of On the Ground. (laughs) Listeners, I wish you could see us right now. We're in our tall-backed leather chairs, reclining in front of a roaring bonfire with our green velvet slippers, nursing (laughs) steaming tankards of mulled wine, there's a gentle snow falling outside, Al's got his big old Christmas sweater on, (laughs) Malachi's writing a letter to Santa, <laughs> it's just magical here. Uh, oh, actually, I brought candy canes for everybody.
1: Oh, I, uh, yeah. I actually don't like candy canes.
0: Okay, well, hmm. well I do. have to suffer through it for my sake. Rylan? Thank you, sir. Al-Kai. Thank you. Are we going to crunch through these on the podcast? Yep. Al, <laughs> uh, this is pure natural peppermint flavor. <laughs> so it's good for you.
2: Pure natural peppermint flavor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who knows what, what it that took that to get mean, it there? Eh?
2: That's the essence of Christmas, right there. Deceit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, we all uh, love Christmas here at on the ground. Uh, Al, you had a bit of a falling out with Christmas for for a few years, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. back on the wagon now. I'm back on
1: the wagon. Back on the wagon. That's good
0: news.
2: Yeah. I feel like I've only recently, in the last few years, really developed a strong love for Christmas. Oh. I don't know what it was before I liked about Christmas, huh. but it was shallow and weak. Yeah. And you don't remember what changed life. for you? I don't, it, maybe, maybe just thinking about the actual meaning of it a little the more. Substance, but, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Christmas used to just be a thing. Hmm. It's a thing you get get through. Hmm. <laughs> That's sad.
2: Yeah. But hey, my life is a lot better now. (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, hopefully your children grow up with a different experience. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so, too. I was actually really excited for this podcast. Great.
0: Uh, Guys, we're going to get to some more uh, serious stuff. This is going to be a bit more of an informal podcast. Um, I'd like, just out of curiosity, for us to start with uh, maybe the most disappointing Christmas gift you've ever received. (laughs) Uh, And it can include anything I've given you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I can start. Will you guys kind of think about that? Yeah, I've got one. Um, <laughs> well, that was fast, Al. It was, yeah, I, I thought it. I've never quick. forgotten. Yeah, I thought okay. of one
2: pretty quick, too, but I don't actually think I want to say this live
1: on okay. air. So. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I'm actually debating sa- why well, I'm going to say it because um, it, it was a few years ago, but I actually, and it, it should have been something that a young boy should have been enthused about, but I got a pair of skates one year like hockey skates and i think my parents i mean they had the best intentions at heart but for me skating i mean is is, as close to self-harm as as (laughs) anyone's ever gonna get you you go out into the freezing cold your ankles within about 10 minutes are burning Uh, i mean i could never stop so i just careened into a snowbank to
1: so, anyways, well, I, I, I distinctly
0: love- remember opening the the wrapping paper. You know, there's a box, and you think, okay, well, the present's gonna be inside the box. And the box was there's a picture of a pair of skates, and there was actually skates inside the Like, oh, I wonder what's in as the well.
1: skate box, and you disappointedly realize it's skates. Yeah. Uh, so I that was a great. Skating. It was actually a
0: great gift. I just my own character flaw that wasn't yeah. able to realize it. Yeah. Al, you seem eager there. So. Oh,
1: but by far the worst gift I ever received was in my. I was probably. You know, between fourteen and sixteen, so in my mind, well past the uh, like Game Boy phase, hmm. and somehow my pan- my parents managed to get a Game Boy Color. And the reason they gave it to me was so that I wouldn't fight with my brother. But the thing is, I hated Nintendo really video games, and mm-hmm. he that love- would have been an
0: off an awesome gift. No, I just wow.
1: thought. It was actually just such a waste of money. That you, huh. When you asked that question, I knew right away the gift. It was like I opened it and I'm like, did you really drop all that money on? You know, they didn't have money. Right. But it was it was kind of like a desperate attempt of bringing about peace in the home.
0: Right. And you still fought with your And brother. maybe
1: I just felt ashamed of that. Like it was so obviously not what I wanted. Right. Um, I played it maybe once. Like literally, I probably turned the power on on Christmas, and mm. that was it. So, Alex's worst. I uh,
2: just in the off chance that this <laughs> is listened to by the person I'm thinking of, I'm not actually gonna say mine. It was just a. It
1: was a. I uh, Ryland, his daughter the, Eleanor. You got I, can <laughs> I can't. It was okay, a we'll lame think- picture of my kids. <laughs> <through>. <laughs> it was.
2: It was nothing like so horrendous. It was just like. It was one of those things where it was like, it was so, it was so like clearly not thought out that it was like, it was slightly insulting because every other gift that had been exchanged in this gift exchange was like thought out. Right. And it was like, people were trying to like, some of them were being funny and gimmicky, but it was like, this was clearly a, like, I picked this up last minute because I had to kind of thing. Right. (laughs) And it felt like, it's like, this is awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, listeners, your minds can fill in what that gift (laughs) that Rylan got was. Some hand lotion or something. (laughs) I
2: wouldn't say no, some hand lotion. (laughs) I got got dry (laughs) hands in the winter.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Oh, Malachi, uh, no one can hear you. Um, Do you want to just say what, or did you have a disappointing Christmas experience or with a gift? lame adult puzzles mm-hmm. oh yeah right the ones of like the vast and endless sea or something yeah, one has, like, seven. Nine thousand pieces like not like one of the cube ones have to figure out oh i see oh, okay yeah 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 there's actually no solution to those i don't think yeah
1: i i like those puzzles but do you okay but like we will that. we will accept Listener gifts for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You can tell we've been wounded by our past. So, if <laughs> anyone wants to heal those wounds, um, okay. Well, let's move on. Um, <laughs> this, this, we could and go on. Fish to fry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, two words that seem to be um, repeated on every Christmas card and kind of. Uh, wooden Christmas decoration and on all the Christmas songs, um, peace and joy.
2: That's where my I knew you were gonna say those. before I okay. said them. Yeah,
0: yeah, I knew that too. Sure, you did. Al.
1: well, just to <laughs> a, just to
0: affirm that those
1: are the two words. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and yet talking to people and kind of witnessing people in the mad rush of Christmas, um, I don't yeah. often get the impression that many people are really. Feeling either of those things at Christmas, mm-hmm. um, uh, they're harried, uh, anxious, uh, guilty, perhaps about not being able to make everyone happy um, at Christmas. Uh, there seems to be kind of two faces to Christmas. You have the, the the Bing Crosby, rosy-cheeked, warm feeling Christmas on the one hand, and you have what seems to be most people's uh, reality, uh, which, if you know, I think if we're honest, rarely looks like peace and joy. Um, are we just kind of naive and nostalgic to hope for those things today in this culture? Um, And if not, like, why do they, why do do you think they seem so elusive? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, the, the, one of the most obvious reasons is the way that we actually find meaningful and lasting peace and joy is not through, you know, a deep dive into materialism. So, um, but it's through embracing Christ mm-hmm. as Lord and Savior and, and the work that he's done and has promised to do in the world to bring about both of those things, you know, that our joy would be complete, would be full, and to bring peace on earth. And so I, th- I think that um, the gift-giving and the generosity that, that is meant to kind of reflect that and to commemorate that and to be an expression of that, when you lose that, namely Christ, and you try to keep the, the kind of the fruit of that, the generosity, mm-hmm. it just it just becomes empty materialism mm-hmm. and debt and burden and um, actually bondage. And it's mm-hmm. not it's not anything. It's not actually joy. It's not peace. And I was even thinking, I mean, how much different is it even in the gift giving? Like, I remember there used to be actual toys. I'm thinking Tickle Me Elmo here. But there was, like, a toy that, like, once a year, there was a toy that everyone was hoping to get.
0: Yeah. I remember the, uh, the were they Furbies? There was Furbies. One were but there was, there was just
1: these things that there was still so little, uh, like, free production. There wasn't Amazon. You right. know what I mean? So it'd right. be, like, once a year, you kind of hope for this toy. But now, one, we buy things all year. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I buy my kids more stuff. I, I didn't get stuff growing up. Like, you don't get given toys you know you get a stick and a knife in the woods wow and that was so my existence. childhood huh? I,
2: I wish that i was handed a, a stick and <laughs> a knife a yeah, yeah
1: that was that was my life for sure but when when children are are given so much all the time and um you know even at christmas time it's like the actual weight of the generosity is lost but anyways i'm, I'm just on a, on a rabbit trail i think you don't have peace and joy apart from Christ. You have a shallow, superficial experience of that, you know, a, a temporal happiness and hopefully enjoying some of the good gifts of family and friends and and food that God gives. But mm. the joy and the peace that Jesus came to bring is so far beyond that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's almost like the low is lower when you actually are hoping for that and you don't get it. Yeah. You it, know what I mean? It's interesting. Um, I mean,
2: Ben mentioned traditions already, and the idea of getting into it, but it—it's like we've we've separated the meaning from the traditions, and so now you have these two uh, views. One view says the traditions themselves will will get you there. That right. if you just if the you the form just, yeah the yeah. form if you just give the gifts if you mm-hmm. just have the time together as a the family yeah. you have the tree in the house you have yeah. the lights up. That will create the atmosphere. It will happen. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, you get the people who say like, "Oh, traditions are stupid. Don't uh, like, don't worry about that. Like, you just need to get back to the meaning of Christmas." But you have the meaning, but you have no way of tangibly experiencing no the meaning of Christmas. No form. And you but get substance both. and form belong together. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and the reason that the, the all these things that our culture has an idea of being important, right? If we think about the mass materialistic, it's like, well, they're. It's not wrong to want to give generously. It's actually a great part of Christmas is actually giving generously. That's what God does. But right. but, it's, but it but sucks it from, when you divorce yeah, it yeah. from the deeper meaning. Like when you give out of the generosity of Christ, like that, thats a like God gives me all I need. Mm-hmm. I can give all I want. Kind yeah. of thing is an ama- is a much. That's where deep true joy comes yeah. from at Christmas. Yeah. It doesn't come from. Giving to manipulate the joy I get from other mm-hmm. people. That's such a self-centered and terrible way of giving. It, but it's funny how you get that yeah. split.
0: it's It seems like a kind of a cyclical, vicious kind of spiral downward where um, you know, we hear in the songs that Christmas is supposed to look a certain way. You have the family, you have the the chestnuts roasting and everything. and yeah. and, and when you don't have those, if you can't have those, maybe you can't afford those, or your family is not around. Well, then I guess Christmas isn't achievable, right? right. If, yeah. if if Christmas isn't something is something we have to go achieve and make and fabricate, then uh, you know if you don't have all the elements there, that's a recipe for despair. But if Christmas has been announced, mm-hmm. uh, if, if it's something that has already been achieved,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then well, no matter. Where you are, I mean, I, I was thinking of Luke two fourteen when the, the angels appear to the shepherd, glory to God in the highest on earth, peace among those with whom he is well-pleased. Mm-hmm. The peace is being announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's and, and peace isn't just kind of a superficial, well, you know, I didn't fight with the family this, this Christmas. I mean, nobody yeah. died. Um, p- peace is something uh, uh, that, that God has won, yeah. Um, uh, for for his people.
1: Yeah, and that's the difference between the gospel and despair, right? It's, yeah. it's We're celebrating a peace and a joy that Christ has already accomplished and purchased and brought and delivered that has been announced to us and now we have received versus Christmas is a time to get under the impossible weight of accomplishing world peace yeah. and lasting joy. And hey, the way we're going to do that is by spending lots of money you know, it's just it's it's just good news versus
0: terrible news. Yeah. And sometimes even I don't know what you guys, I I I forget about that at Christmas. I mean yeah. I, 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 I don't even we're our own worst enemies sometimes. Yeah. We have I have these expectations of what Christmas should look like, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh if the money's not there or yeah. something doesn't work out, if someone's sick, it's mm-hmm. like there's this it was like uh, discouragement, despair. Yeah. But it's Christmas hasn't failed in that moment. No, it's it's my expectations about what it is, what yeah. it should be, were were wrong in the first place.
2: I think that's why. I think that's how I had this switch about the way I view Christmas. That before it was, is that it, subtly I was seeing it as you have to make Christmas happen. You have to you have to, yeah. you have to set the right um, tone. You have to create these things. But the more in my life that I've realized. My, my continual need of being, of hearing and being reminded of and putting trust in the truth of the gospel, the more that you see those like set calendar days as just opportunities to um, have a bombardment of gospel truth. Yeah. And so Christmas just becomes a season where it's like you, you can just you can go all out to just bombard your life with the truth that God has come to rescue us.. Yeah. And it's like that's what it it, it gets so much better when you think about it as that, it's like, it's just a constant reminder. God has done something. God yeah. has done something. God has done something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's what well, you just said. There was a helpful thing, but it's kind of like a, it's subtly a works based way of viewing our, our, our lives just at Christmas.
0: That's right. Let's
2: just make, we make Christmas happen as opposed yeah. to seeing it as like God has actually made it happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Sure. Um, so how, how t- thinking about the, f- um, the form, Maybe a bit more. How do you, how do Christians do Christmas well? What are some ways, um, you know, as far as should we buy gifts? Should we put up a Christmas tree? Uh, maybe th- that can spill over into you. You talked about traditions a bit, but um, as Christians, how do we act at Christmas? Because quite frankly, growing up, there was some Christians who. Um, I think I mean, it was kind of uh, how they live their whole life, but kind of dour. Mm. Uh, I mean, there's two, there's two ditches. There's the dour. Um, we don't put up a Christmas tree, and and gifts are materialistic. And then there's the people who kind of take a swan dive wholeheartedly into that. So, how do we, how do we walk that line? How do we? Well, well, first,
1: can I just <laughs> commend you? <laughs> Instead of saying deep dive, you said swan dive, yeah. which is an amazing phrase. <laughs> Everyone's like, it's "We're gotta be a deep swan dive." This, the bed's just doing swan dives. He's <laughs> like, "I see your deep dive, and I raise you a swan." With half pike at the end. <laughs> well, no, it's a problem when he starts talking about the swan song. <laughs> what is the swan song? That's well, like, that's
2: like your culminating, like end of life song. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I think. One thing that Christians do well, and we should continue to encourage, is to be a celebratory and joyful people. Mm. Mm-hmm. And joy ought to be one of the most characteristic things about Christians. And if we are dour and somber and sad, and you know, we have to question how much of the good news have we really received. You know, this is good news um, of great joy, mm. and Christ's coming into the world was met with an exalting choir of angels and um, an overflow of generosity in the midst of, going back to what we're talking about, failed circumstances, being born homeless, becoming a refugee, Mm -hmm. into the slaughter of children, to the darkness of night, to the fear of child. Like, he came into the hell that is this world, and it's in that place that there is rejoicing. And I think that... um, Christmas is one of the greatest gifts to us where we we legitimize joy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Christians we just forget that. And yeah, we can
0: we can certainly Se- we, could we say that celebration is a language of joy?
1: Right. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Celebration is a language. Sorry, I interrupted your thought. No, that's a great thought. And um, you know, it's like, yes, it's not about a tree and it's not about gifts, it's about Jesus. But because it's about Jesus, we raise a tree and mm-hmm. we eat good food and we give good gifts because it's about Jesus. And uh, I think we ought to be the best, you know, Christmas participants around. Jovial. Mm-hmm. The most jovial yeah. people and, and even enjoying amongst one another peace among men and uh, the, the community and the fellowship that takes place. Um, the welcoming one another into our homes and showing hospitality, the providing for those who are in need, a unique focus on those who are without. Like, these are all Christian virtues that display and reflect the love of Christ and His coming and His stooping and His humiliating. And, you know, it's, it's like on one hand, sure, we could give up all the forms, but we'd have to find some way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Sure, give up the tree. You know, it's like I know it's not in the Bible. All right. Sure, it's not December twenty fifth. Sure, eggnog's not in there. Although I, I, we could probably find it, right? (laughs) Eggnog. (laughs) I'm
0: sure somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, we could eat Malachi's
1: new intern task.
2: Yeah, search Search the scriptures for the
1: mention of eggnog. Just get a taste of that futility. We appreciate that. But but we're gonna have to find some way. To celebrate the fact, yeah, you that can't
0: Jesus celebrate without form. No, like it just.
2: And when that's important, it's actually that you just won't celebrate. Yeah. without mm. form. Yeah, you actually like you can say you're celebrating, but you're actually not, and no one will look at you and define what you're doing as celebrating yeah. without that. Yeah, there's a great, really great article by Joshua Gibbs on Cersei, mm. where he talks about this, this tension of like traditions and how they're formed, and I think it's good to acknowledge too, like even as you're saying. Like yeah, sure you don't need the Christmas tree. It is it is kind of like we should hold those loosely. I think that there there's good reasons to hold on to uh, why we have a Christmas tree and the idea of what Christ has accomplished and you know why we put lights in the tree and stuff like that. And Luther was connected to that, but but Gibbs' article is trying to say that uh, that you you don't you don't just make traditions. You don't just decide this is gonna be a tradition what you, what traditions are things that you you decide you're going to keep doing that have formed around the truth of and the meaning of the thing that your the tradition represents or yeah. whatever it is mm-hmm. and and uh, and so th- we I think as Christians as we continue to celebrate Christmas as we continue to think about the meaning there's room for us to be creative in in our traditions not not in the sense of just go out and make a new tradition but as we find ways to continually and habitually celebrate the meaning of right. Christ come, the peace that we have, the joy that we have, you know, feasting sort of naturally. It, it naturally has a way of going along with the joy. And so it's like a good tradition that solidifies that meaning, right? The fellowship well, and the joy.
1: Yeah, well, heaven heaven will be a fe- you know, a feast. The, the yeah. f- a feast. Yeah. 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 I
2: think it's it's okay to have that room to say you know you can let go of traditions as you know culture changes and whatnot. But the the idea is that you're you're not just going out to just make something new. You're you're trying to find what actually gives shape and form to. Yeah, it's oriented
0: around truth. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's oriented around. Anyways, uh, maybe we can link the article or something. I I thought I found it helpful read.
0: Guys, I noticed neither of you are participating in the candy cane.
2: I had a bite. I just got worried that I was- Are you trying, trying to make
0: me I feel actually, bad?
1: I don't like any candy. And oh. of all candy, candy cane is pretty close to the bottom. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, worried. that was, was my gift to you this year. Well, so, uh, this, this is officially- Chuck that up in the list the most disappointing Christmas, Christmas, Christmas
0: gifts you've ever had. I've ever oh, look at Ryland just enjoying that natural peppermint flavor. <laughs> Guys, uh, um, one thing I did not want to talk about was Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, because we all have kids. Yeah. And our kids are- around other kids. And, um, how have you guys navigated the, um, the prestige of the legend of St. Nicholas?
1: Yeah. Well, we have, uh, we've always enjoyed the story. We've always read the books and we've always told our children that he, it's just a story. Mm. So I think, um, you know, and uh, you don't want to fight over secondary issues. But in my mind, uh, you can't. You can't lie. Lying is a sin, mm-hmm. right? And so, Christian, you can't. It's one thing to play along. And my family did this. So my I mom, was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. My, my growing up, my mom would do um, like a scavenger hunt for our um, stockings, okay. and she would write it from Santa. Nice. And a lot of our gifts are from Santa. Yeah, and yeah, She yeah. wrote poems, so you'd have to go find a, a piece, poet, a poem that she wrote. Which would be a clue to where it is. Oh, wow. And she wrote it for every ch- child. She's scavenger hunting <laughs> poem. Yeah. Wow. Sue and wins she wrote this the night award. before. That's amazing. So you wonder where I get it. My mom. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, so we enjoyed it. We mm. had fun with it. There yeah. was no like Santa's evil. And right. as soon as a child brings up Santa, be very critical. And But they just didn't lie to us. And that actually helped us to enjoy the story all the more. And mm. I know, I won't. I don't need to say who, but I've actually spoken to people and they've even tied this with their faith. How I mean, they kind of I don't it really was a big reason they walked away. It's because if you lied to me about Santa, honestly till I was like ten years old. Like it's one thing you, mm-hmm. you do that when you're three or four and they don't get it, but when you perpetuate a lie and I come home from school and say Is Santa real and you're like, Oh yes, but they're saying it's not, oh yes. It's like, well, why should I believe anything you say about Jesus? Mm. Or actually anything for that matter. Um, so I don't think Christians can lie about Santa, but, but Christians can have a whole lot of fun mm-hmm. with a good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the story about a benevolent man who gives gifts to people, um, you know, and, and kind of the, the romantic magic of winter and the North Pole and bells and reindeer, that's, that's great, you know? Mm-hmm. And we have fun with that.
2: Yeah, my family did the the Santa thing, but there was never yeah, it did I don't remember there being a distinct point at which it was like obvious that we all kind of knew there's no Santa. I don't know, we just seemed to know it was my mom. And they never they never perpetuated. They right. never pushed I it. Guess on us, you know I guess that's kind of the difference. It's like if
0: you're digging in your heels, like yeah. trying to create elaborate ways in which Santa Claus is Yeah to I perpetuate th- the myth. I mean yeah. That,
2: yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I don't remember when mm. that when that disappeared like i don't it it just kind of yeah it went away after a while it was just like we just knew that it was our parents that were blessing us with gifts but um i it's like i have this aversion to it to the idea i think i think it's the aversion to the lie of it and to the idea that it's like people get so hung up on santa that Santa can take like a godlike form and well, I don't like that you but. see that
1: in the grocery store when the cashier asks my children you know oh what's Santa bringing you and sure enough my children have been like Santa's just a nice man dressed up <laughs> they'll just say that to them ever since they're like two years old yeah. you know and they look at us as if we are depriving our children of food and water yeah you know what <laughs> I mean it's like robbing them of the joy of Christmas you yeah, scrooge yeah and i think it's, it's people who i mean i'm I'm assuming here but it's like when you make the form everything yeah it's like to deny that is to deny them joy and happiness and generosity and it's like look i still read the night before christmas i still yeah we still yeah. read all the stories we just don't tell them it's the word of god yeah, yeah. exactly. and allowing
0: it, the place of myth and story uh in, in our in our children's life and our lives, I think is important. I'm thinking actually of, of Tolkien, actually who who I think loved Christmas more than any of us, and and hmm. he kind of created this elaborate, as Tolkien will do, mythology around Santa right. Claus. Uh, I just and he, read about that. Yeah. He he would draw pictures and yes. and uh, you know send letters to his kids, and and again, I think there was that assumption that everyone knew this was this was Dad, hmm. um, but that didn't. Dampen Take his away enthusiasm it. for no, the story,
1: and no. I think that's an important point yes. for Christians. We, we don't need to lie to our kids, but we also don't need to. F- it doesn't mean we're throwing away the magic of the yeah, man. exactly, yeah, yeah. And that's like any good story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, Christians, it, you tend to fall in on one of those ditches. It, yeah, it's yeah, like, it well, I want my kids to have a good Christmas, so I have to lie to them, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I don't want to lie to my kids, so we have to throw out the Christmas tree, you know? And yeah, like, well, no, you it's don't. Like have you could just <laughs> be in the middle. Like you could read walk Tolkien's essay on fairy tales. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which there's clearly a, everybody a, <laughs> resonated with. <laughs> there is a great <laughs> case here for the
2: importance <laughs> of fiction, and, and that's my only is, tension yeah. with the Santa Claus thing is yeah. is when it becomes like godlike in people's mind. And it's just such a sad replacement for who God really is. However, I like the picture that you get of you know Father Christmas, even in *The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe*, which we just read. Yes, I do year. too. Yes. And and he's so clearly a servant of Aslan That's in that right. story, and yeah, um, I mean, this is just Lewis's rendering of it. But the idea of, like you said, the story of it, yeah. and, and and the idea of a man who is yeah. magically generous yeah,
0: it gives them a feast, gives them gifts. Yep,
2: yeah, I, I'm happy with that. And I like yeah. my kids. You know, this is kind of the first year I feel like that Santa has been uh, like uh, more. It it's. Um, had a, a place sort of. We've talked about. We've read stories and whatnot. And we, we did have a funny moment. My wife was at Costco and the cashier. Same thing. Like, Santa's coming. And the way that she said it with the the, the enthusiasm, she looked at Calvin and said it. And I wish you could see this, but his, his, he was basically like, <laughs> like his face his face lit up and his eyes bugged out of his head. And he was like never heard of Santa before in his life and he, he just this, pulls a
1: buddy the elf yeah
2: like he yeah i expected him to just scream out like carly was telling you about this and and she's like i realized in that moment like we're gonna yeah. to, he has already this expectation that Santa he was enchanted some, yeah. yeah
0: and 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 i think it's important to affirm the the goodness and the power of stories in so far as they go but these kind of stories can't they don't have the structure, they don't have the scaffolding to support the weight of, of, of our faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, uh, a movie that illustrates this great, it's actually a kid's movie, it's called Rise of the Guardians. Have you guys seen it?
2: Uh, I've heard of it. But it's it's actually, it. It's,
0: it's really well done. It's well animated, but it's essentially about kind of, uh, you know, it's got the Tooth Fairy yeah, and Saint yeah. Nick and, and the Easter Bunny. And, and essentially, their powers are only as good as the belief that children have in them. When children, the narrative is it, the plot is basically as children stop believing in them, uh, Santa kind of starts hobbling and these bunny shrinks and they all kind of, hmm. um, you know, they're sustained and empowered by the, the 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 belief and the faith of children. But the the goodness of again the gospel and the Christmas hmm. story and Christ is that it's it's entirely independent yeah. and 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 potent mm-hmm. without. Um, uh, our belief in it, yeah. sustaining it—that that's a really mm-hmm. comforting thing. And
1: we also don't have to guard it, and close our eyes to all objections, like you have to with Santa. Yeah. Like the we, one of the so we teach our children, we explicitly tell them that different people have different views, and to not ever um, tease someone yeah. about it or something yeah. like that. But at the same time, I feel no burden of pressure whatsoever, and I I actually resist the burden that's placed against me to affirm it so it's kind of like my kid would get in trouble by telling another child there is no santa claus Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't get in trouble for telling my kid there is a santa claus when my child is telling the truth and they're technically telling a lie yeah Yeah. and i don't that's that whole thing with the santa story is not okay yeah and it's one thing for you to believe what you believe in stuff like that but it's not my responsibility to uphold your lie at the sake of the truth, and so there's that weird thing that always happens at Christmas. It's not, it's not actually equal. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. not. Oh, some believe and some don't. It's, it's, it's. Uh, yeah, just an observation. I'm not really going anywhere with that. No, no. It,
2: no. It's, it is just one of those things where the power of the story is so much better when it comes under like the got, the the. the sort of the shadows and the reflections of the gospel that are the deeper and better truth. It doesn't have to be written off. You don't have to throw it away. You just need to... It just needs to have its proper place. Yeah. It's kind of, I think, the, the best way to think about it.
0: Um, well, I think we're going to close off pretty soon. Uh, any other uh, favorite traditions? What, what what was kind of favorite traditions kind of growing up? Um,
1: can I... Well... Uh, you started by saying I've kind of fallen off the wagon and back on, but I loved Christmas growing up and Mm. we grew up poor. So we had your stick and your knife. Yeah. We had (laughs) a stick and a knife in the forest and we had a really happy upbringing. Mm. We had a very hard upbringing and there were challenges to it. And, and Christmas was honestly the happiest experience of my life. Mm. I have such good memories of Christmas. Mm. I have actually nothing but good memories of Christmas. Yeah. I would agree with that. And, um, it wasn't because i got lots of stuff and you know we we like we had gifts dropped off years and you know we we didn't have much at all but it was a really joyful time so i think i think even knowing the sacrifice that it was for my parents actually made it that much sweeter and my parents never um so we always waited to open gifts there was none of yep. this like you yep. wait, That's you get up too. and open your gifts. Yep. It's like, it's not really about you. That's right. It's about the tradition and the family and the experiencing this together yep. so, and like sharing in joy. I mean, why? I don't buy you gifts so that you can, you know, bathe in your materialism. I buy you gifts so that I can share in the joy of your happiness mm-hmm. and receiving it. And, and so we would... You know, wait forever for my parents to wake up. It was probably seven a.m., but when you're a kid, it feels like forever. Yeah, they would put on coffee, cinnamon buns. We'd read the Christmas story and pray together, which you know, as a kid, it's like, oh, just get through it. But now I see that as such a great mm-hmm. tradition. Mm-hmm. And then we would hand out the gifts one by one. Yeah, so someone would hand it, and you'd open. Everyone would watch and kind of participate in the joy, mm-hmm. which is so much different than everyone wake up and open everything by themselves yeah yeah totally and my mom would always make a christmas meal and we would have christmas carols and yeah the candlelight services at church magical and and uh lots of family gatherings so you know it was it was truly an enchanted time Mm.
0: yeah Mm.
2: yeah i i it's funny reflecting back like as a kid i I remember enjoying the general feeling of the season and like christmas eve always had a there's a it's like a nervous excitement that you you kind of have but i think my in terms of traditions one of the things that we did when i was younger that i appreciated and I, i don't know why if it was just because we did it or but we consistently it we we um we got up, we had like time together as a family. We opened gifts together as a family. And then we always went over to my grandmother's house mm-hmm. and, uh, and we spent time with her. Um, and usually, um, my mom's cause it's my mom's mom, um, would come over and spend that time as well. And uh, it's funny cause I didn't, I didn't realize how much that was like an important, it wasn't that we did something particular when we were there even. It was just like, this is when we, this was like the thing we did at Christmas. Um, that sort of what that had a little bit of significance and all and family would come and we'd, we'd enjoy time together. We kind of, you know, just hang out there for most of the day. And we'd either go home for dinner or we'd, or we'd go home and come back and have dinner there. But it's funny that I didn't realize how much that tradition actually meant something to me until we stopped doing it. Like, mm. because, um, yeah, my, my grandma passed away a few years ago, but she, she like had a stroke right before one Christmas. And it was, it was one of those things where you noticed it. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what it was about it that made it. Aside from just, it was, it was that physical um, expression of time spent with family and, and the importance of like good relational joy. Mm. And there was nothing in particular that we did when we were there. It was just that we went there and spent time together, and definitely the most memorable tradition that we had. Mm-hmm. Kind of gone now, <laughs> but well, you're creating your own traditions mm-hmm, now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of resonate with with both of those things. Definitely, we did the the single present opening as well, and recorded kind of who gave it, so we could write thank you cards later. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the things that stands out for me, Christmas is growing up, was seeing uh, my dad uh, and the the joy he had in giving us gifts and 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 creating uh, a good Christmas for us. You know, he he he'd get special food for kind of a Christmas Eve feast and we watch, uh, uh, the wonderful life together. Um, Jimmy Stewart, it's a great movie. And, um, <laughs> a good movie. and, uh, you know, he would, uh, get our stocking gifts and, and it was kind of just me seeing him. That was kind of, I mean, he's a great, he was a great dad and is a great dad, but to see him just the joy he had in, in kind of making the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fun for that was mm-hmm. that was something. that's great
1: yeah that's an overlooked aspect of fatherhood is is like leading your family in joy and mm-hmm. celebration mm-hmm. not assuming it will happen because it actually just won't you mm-hmm. know it's like you that's plan to celebrate you plan to rejoice and it takes intentionality and yeah it's something i need to i know i need to do a lot better all of us that. yeah
0: that's a good point now
2: this has got me all fired up to go make Christmas awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Get some fireworks and roast some marshmallows and some sand snowmen. <laughs> Not yeah. that we make it. Oh, awesome, yeah. But <laughs> Al, you're heading out to the beautiful blue store. Yeah. I am. Barbados. It's going to be the first Christmas. Christmas
1: in the Caribbean. It's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be amped.
0: <laughs> well, guys, it's been great to have a Christmas conversation with you. And uh, Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Merry Hope Christmas. You all have much figgy pudding and wrestling and lots all this kind of things. Lots of eggnog. I'm going to fade us out with some silver bells. And we'll see you all next time. Silver bells.